test theme is uh, knowledge and vision or knowledge and insight. The reason why we are practicing is those two things, knowledge and vision or insight, so that the mind gets enough information so he's able to let go of all kinds of preconceived notions and layers of conditioning which we tend to project onto the present moment. And only through really knowledge and vision or insight can those be dissolved. how that happens as we have learned over the last few days there's different depths of stillness of the mind depending on our capacities right now but whatever depths of stillness and focus we can bring together in order to have that translate into real letting go, it has to be, the mind has to be encouraged to attend to certain features of experience it usually doesn't pay attention to if it isn't instructed. So you know, whatever we can master in terms of stillness and focus, we are turning it towards paying attention to impermanence. And then over time that translates into a transformation of our attitude towards experience because we you know deeper and deeper see that that which is impermanent cannot be controlled or hold or held on to. And so it slowly but surely washes away passion and clinging, which is viraga. Washing away. Raga comes from the word rang, which means to color. And viraga means discoloring, washing out the stain of clinging. And then, you know, once that is washed out, we can see increasingly clearer. And what we do see is, we see neurosis cessation, we see that all phenomena, big and small and wonderful and awful, they all have a beginning, a middle and an end. Including dukkha, everything, all phenomena, all conditioned phenomena. And that seeing that seeing that they're all vanishing or disappearing, seeing that really clearly translate into letting go, it's not something we have to force ourselves, but this is just a natural result of seeing clearly. So, you know, by instructing the mind to pay attention to certain features of experience, we're going against the grain of what the untrained mind usually likes to pay attention to, to 
beautiful things, new things, beginnings, exciting things. And just stealing the mind and then taking the mind by the hand and saying, no, we have to look at this. So that the whole picture is seen for what it is. Like a constant changing flow. And then letting go occurs naturally because it doesn't make any sense to hold on to what is changing. And then letting go becomes much easier because we have a more balanced view about the way things truly are. Then, you know, we are slowly but surely letting go first of the unskillful things and then even of the wholesome things. And then, in the end, ideally at one point, you know, we are, as Venerman and Alio calls it, plunging into the unconditioned. That's the aim. But, you know, while we are aiming for that, we can still do a lot right now. And through this letting go, we have, there's nothing to lose, really, because all things don't belong to us anyway. They are having a beginning, a middle, and an end, and they belong to nature, if to anybody, or they belong to the universe, or the evolutionary process, or whatever you want to call it. Ajahn Buddhadasa always called it throwing it all back to nature. And I think Ajahn Brahm also says that throwing it all back to nature. So those four themes we need to contemplate in order to activate the liberating potential of meditation practice. They won't change, you know, but our degree of capacity of stealing the mind will be different every day and somehow it's going to hopefully improve as we go along in the practice that we have more and more capacity for stillness because we have seen more and more the true nature of things and then the stealing of the mind becomes increasingly easier as we have trained ourselves in meditation. And then as long as we don't have any jhanas, we can still have momentary, continuous mindfulness. And that's also a very good place to work from. And then just allowing, you know, the deeper concentration or jhanas come to us when we have prepared the ground for it. But those four themes which we need to contemplate are always the same. It's impermanence or unsatisfactoriness. We can also look at that. Not self. And then noticing the viraga washing away of passion and clinging because of looking at the three characteristics. And then 
once we see a bit clearer because some of the defilements have been washed away, what we do see is that all things end, cessation. And then once we really see that very clearly, including our own lives, our own birth translates into death at one point. This is Niroda, Anicca, Viraga Niroda, and then letting go is the result. It's an effortless result of the alchemy of really paying attention to what's happening, right? In plain view or in plain sight. But often, you know, we are not seeing it because we are all wrapped up in our own psychology. And then the time comes, you know, that we can enjoy something beautiful or something delicious or something nice, while at the same time holding an awareness <coughs> that this is going to change as well. And that's, you know, that balance, this is what we, if we are after anything, that's what we are after. You know, to be able to be fully in the world and be with what is arising, but at the same time knowing the Dhamma, and then bringing those together, both of them, and integrating the realization into the way how we live, how we relate. Just really taking it in that we are not exempt from from all of this. We are just part of this. And it all starts by paying attention to something as ordinary as impermanence. And because of this ordinariness, it's kind of hidden. In the Tibetan tradition, they call it self-secret. It's hiding in, in plain sight. But if we know how to look, we can meet it and see it everywhere, every moment. Clear thing is like a protection for us. Guiding you know, guiding us in the right direction. Permanence or Anicca, Viraga, washing away of passion, washing away of clinging, Niroda, cessation and ending, 
and letting go. Just being that flow of experience. stuck somewhere by having by having an interest in this or don't want this and just noticing that and, and see what's the feeling tone what's underneath of that and as soon as we notice that then we just move on so the capacity to feel just open to that, allowing it to be what it is and keep moving. In the middle of the stream. No need to hold on to any side of the banks of the stream. If there's some real strong attachment, just looking underneath what is, what is this? And then just stopping there, however long it takes. Digesting it, feeling it. Through this process, we can get uh, it's like when you're cooking potatoes, it's just gonna get cooked soft by the heat and by the motion and by whatever is boiling away inside of the container of mindfulness and clear comprehension. extracting the wisdom and compassion out of experience this way and being nourished by it and being strengthened by that and in having more and more capacity to take on more see deeper having a wider and a deeper range of experience and response 